and welcome to the SEO Podcast, Unknown Secrets of Internet Marketing. My name is Chris Burris, owner of eWebStyle. I am Charles Lewis, so internet marketing specialist. I'm making sure I have room so that you can see that this is podcast number 225. If you are watching the video, you can see it. There is a hashtag right before the SEO Podcast. There is also a hashtag right before best SEO podcast if you were to try and, you know, tweet. And, and those are not hashtags. Those are at symbols. Oh, I, I meant this one. And then, yeah, see, those are at symbols for the, yes, when you look at the screen that's inches from your face. Yeah, I'm going to use that. I can't, I, my glasses were on. I couldn't see it. All right. Thank you guys for tuning in to another fun-filled edition of our podcast. Uh, as always, there is a tip from our previous podcast. For those doing the math, that previous podcast was number 224. And the tip for that podcast is install... This is a really good one, by the mm-hmm. way. Last podcast was a good podcast. It was about PPC. And this one is install remarketing scripts on your website, even if you are not currently planning on using it. Let me tell you the biggest reason The biggest reason why you should do that. Because it's free. Right, Google AdWords doesn't yeah. charge you anything to create an account. Doesn't charge you anything to go and create the script to use for remarketing. So, if you're building a site um, and you eventually plan on marketing the site, go to AdWords, create the script, put it in your site. That way, you can begin building your remarketing list for use later. Makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's you know how we always say in from a social perspective. You need to be social on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And if you don't want to be fo- on Facebook, rule number two, at least have a Facebook account and then follow re- number, rule number three, which says see rule number one. Yeah, yeah. Be social <laughs> on Facebook. Be social on Facebook. So it's, I, it's so inexpensive. I think everyone should be doing remarketing, yeah. right? It adds value. It's really hard to argue that, you, that there's no purpose for it. Um, I can see if you're maybe just a sales page and you're a one, your goal is absolutely one close. That's probably even more of a reason it, right? to do it because <laughs> sales pages it. suck. Yeah. Right? I hate I, I, I've programmed myself to bounce. Yeah, as soon like, as I realize, okay, this page has more than like four a scrolls, Twitch, right? <laughs> video, bullet point, bullet point. Oh, they're trying to sell me. Yeah. Bounce. <laughs> Skate before you read anything. <laughs> exactly. I don't want to get sold. But if you have remarketing on that page, my bounce will catch up with me later yep. <laughs> at one of my favorite sites that happens to be in Google's ad network. So, so add the remarketing script, no matter the service. I don't care if you a service provider, I don't care if you sell products, if you maybe in a retail environment, or maybe your, your site is just information for people to research. Uh, bringing people back to your site at a click cost cheaper than bidding in the search network is, is worth it. Yeah, absolutely. All right, please remember, we are your friendly local neighborhood top position snatchers, yes. where our mantra is... Don't be a douche. If and you, that's a douche. Somebody douche. tweeted us earlier. They retweeted us and they was like, don't be a douche. Yeah. Okay. Well, you you know, a number two as opposed to a number one is worse. So, yeah, you don't want to be a deuce and you don't want to be a douche. douche. There's yeah. their symbol. For- yeah. He's got to look something like that. Uh, that's worth tuning into this video, actually. Uh, remember to tweet. And if you can tweet, we've got the symbols right here on the screen right behind us. That is a hashtag, oh, and it man. says SEO Podcast. Hashtag SEO Podcast. This is number 225. Be sure to tag us in it at web style at best SEO podcast because we are the best SEO podcast and um, that way we can follow you back and do all of our social stuff. 
Remember, it probably would look something like be something like that. <laughs> what else? Maybe some jet. I don't know. All right. So uh, if you can, you can help us out. There's three things you can do. One of them has three steps. The first step is go onto iTunes. Second step is create an account. Third step is write a review. Now, We're hoping that that review is a five-star five star review. And uh, when you write that five-star review, you can send it to us. You don't have to. We've actually found a way to, to do it. Send us an email anyway. Podcast at edashwithstyle.com. Second thing you can do, go to our G Plus local page. There are four easy ways to get to it. You really only need to use one, one. of them, yeah. and they're very easy. It's edashwithstyle.com slash Google Plus or slash Google Plus or slash G Plus or slash G Plus. You can also go to our Facebook page. So when you go there, add us to circles, write us a review. Yeah, when you get to G Plus, yeah, put us in a circle, your favorite one, maybe an internet marketing circle or yeah. SEO hero circle or yeah. something like that. Top position snatcher. Top position snatcher circle. Although that, we probably just the two of us would be there. So, the only so there. Yeah, don't make yeah. that one. You make yeah. SEO. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, and give us a plus one while you're there. Excellent. Uh, and finally, you can go to Facebook. On our Facebook page, there is an area where you can write reviews. It happens to be on every business page. Go check that out and write us a review, please. Just in general, if you want to stalk us, haunt us, terrorize us, you can do that. All of that at Facebook.com slash eWebStyle. YouTube.com slash eWebStyle. Uh, Twitter.com slash eWebStyle. You saw me hesitating, yeah, right? Because you switched YouTube. Yeah. Twitter, yeah and, I knew you were going to throw off. And you totally threw me off. You can send us an email, <coughs> podcast at eDashWebStyle.com. Finally. And check this out. Hit us out on Instagram. Like, we've been oh, doing yeah. a lot of Instagram stuff. It's eWebStyle as well. Uh, check it out. Follow us. We'll follow you back. Uh, we do a lot of fun stuff around the office, a lot of podcast picks. Uh, you probably like it. And uh, Chuck, I already mentioned it, the, how to get to our G Plus local page, uh, stuff going on there. And and then make sure you add Chuck and I individually to your circles because we're constantly posting about different stuff. different stuff. Internet marketing related mostly, not yeah. too many cat stuff. Yeah, yeah you gotta it's cats. the internet. You gotta throw in a cat every now and then, right? Even if it bit me, damn cat. <laughs> All right, uh, remember you can get a free website analysis. You can go to our website, e-website.com. Somewhere you will find a form or a link to a form to get a free website analysis. People have been turning those in. We have been getting caught up, so thank you. If you have a need and you submitted one, hit us back up. We'll get we'll jump on it faster. Sorry, uh, we're getting caught up. Any algo cat? Um, no. No algo cat. Well, they did redo the, uh, it's not really cat, but they did a refresh okay. of the, um, of the layout. Anybody with top heavy stuff, like if you still have tons of ads at the top of your site and, and all your decent content is at the bottom, make that change yep. because all those top heavy sites that are full of ads are, are getting devalued. Yeah, devalued. All right, so we get, we had a tweet. I was supposed to follow up with this one, I think. Um, it's just really cool. This is for, uh, on Twitter. Because it's a tweet. tweet. That's where tweets happen, right? That's yeah. where they happen. <laughs> Renee Grossgretz, uh, inspired by eWebStyle, at eWebStyle, I am starting my own podcast about my passion, which is blogging. Excellent. Thank oh, you. Oh, she's going to love today's content. Excellent. <laughs> uh, this is, uh, uh, next one is from Bra- uh, Brock Searcy. Searcy. Yeah, and uh, I think this is, uh, yeah, this is cool. So he starts off with five stars, and he actually says, that's me singing harmony with you, Chris and Chuck, uh, on the podcast. I enjoy your podcast so much and was so surprised to receive a personal phone call from Chris to follow up with me regarding an email I sent eWebStyle regarding a sitemap issue, which we discussed Mm -hmm. in the last podcast. I also reminded them in my email about my website analysis a comment they made on the podcast and he reviewed my website with me right there over the phone. So that was... Man, sh- punching the pit tiff to, to Chris. Yeah. 
Thank you. I deserve that one. All right, so next we have from uh, Mo Farat. It says A plus, 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 plus. Well, that's four pluses. Service. <laughs> All right, and then we'll do... I actually thought, <laughs> I actually thought he was just disguising the curse word. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's a little short. Yeah. <laughs> it's abbreviated. Um, yeah, we do some work with Mo, and he's a great guy. Just, honestly, we've done a, a project with him and his patience is knows no bounds because yeah. we literally were. Yeah, I'm about on, to email you, Mo. I just realized which Mo that is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We uh, we're on iteration literally 17 of feedback, and I thank you, thank you, Mo. I have sent him two leads, so hopefully he's converted those into clients. He deserves it. Uh, next, juicy SEO is the title. It you is say five, five stars, stars. Uh, by Roger United Kingdom from United Kingdom. I don't know. Oh, okay. Roger United Kingdom. From the United from Kingdom. From Kingdom, so that's his handle. A big thanks for the great energy-filled approach to getting us the lowdown on what's new, what's hot, and what's imperative. Oh, really? I like that. You guys add a bit of SEO sunshine, the gray, murky weather that's been stalking me this winter. You're, you're, what do you mean this winter? You're in the UK. Yeah, it's always. It like all the time. You know, I do have a story. I got locked in the Donater Castle in Scotland. And, uh, and I blame it on the fact that the hours for the park, for the castle, were from, from dusk till dawn. No, from dawn until dusk. And I was like, it's winter. And I don't it was know literally when, dusk all at day. noon when I arrived. So when is actually dusk? <laughs> um, and, yeah. So, uh, and then I got locked in. It's, it's interesting. So hit me up if you want to hear that story. Uh, keep up the great work and don't stop with the goodness. Anyone rating this a one star gets a what? what? Oh, yeah, really? I yeah. like that. That's what's up. Yeah, Punch in the face, is, Roger. All right, I got, I got a bunch more. Let's just get into the question. Um, this is from Greg Took. He's actually tuned in. It looked like he seems Buzz to be gone. Lady. All right, you know, we'll kick him in the shin since he's not here. <laughs> <laughs> it says, I am wondering about comments. My site, tonsillectomyrecovery.com, has 9,000 comments across 50 different pages. I'm wondering two things. One, since these comments are also indexed, do they have equal weight as my content? My, uh, and I'm thinking this is two, might they dilute the quality? Reading the page source of the Google cache from one of these pages it appears that only the comments on the page are indexed. Older comments, only new comments, uh, older comments are not. So, okay, so to answer that, Greg, first off, thanks for the question. Really appreciate it. Punch in the face for sending it. Sorry about kicking uh, me in the shins. So, yes, they do have uh, quality there. Um, um, you know, comments was a thing that was pursued a lot some years ago. We, uh, the you know, coin going around um, user-generated content. Right. And that was really comments, especially if you got 9,000 of them. Right. Um, so the part B of your question is a yes as well, unfortunately. Yeah, they can dilute your SEO quality, especially if most of those comments are kind of spammy or maybe include links to various sources. Or, or unrelated. Unrelated. Yeah. Kind of one word and comments like great. Right. You know, and great or, article. Yeah. So, so. By the way, that's the origin of don't be a douche. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and so, so you don't, you know, you want to maybe moderate those if you can. Uh, but what you can do to increase the relevance of those, uh, and I won't say do this for all 9,000 of them, have you responded to them? Yeah. Maybe any 
comments where people have asked questions, good time to go in and reply to that question. And, and make that, sure you're managing your keyword density. Exactly. Yeah. You want to make sure that those, just really make sure that the comments aren't spammy and this and that nature. And if they are, take some time to delete them because they're not worth anything. I think he had a part B. Yeah. So yeah, part B, might they dilute the quality? So we kind of covered that. And then the second question, so that was all part of one. Mm -hmm. The second is, if these old uh, archived old comments aren't in the index, should I scrape them into new posts? Nope. I mean, there are thousands of questions and answers and concerns related to my topics. I wouldn't. I would leave them where they are. If I was going to do anything with those comments, it would be delete the bad ones and respond to the good ones, and, and I would leave them there. Now, since user-generated content isn't that big of a deal as it was maybe some years ago, you may want to shift your comment strategy to something social, like a Facebook plugin, and that way you can tie that comments to a specific post in Facebook. And so that way, people can reply and comment and it'll show up on their wall, it'll show up on your wall, and you may gain some other activity that way. Cool. All right, that's our question. Again, Greg Took, punch in the face. Thank you. Uh, three quick things of, uh, of interest, news that I thought was of interest. That's why I called them of interest. Uh, Google Fiverr adds nine more regions. Yeah. Houston is not one of them. Let's go. He's doing like yeah. the fourth big. Well, it's probably why they haven't added. <laughs> yeah, we've got. We may have access to a lot, and um, the city of Houston may have rejected it. it. What's interesting is one of the things that they're doing with the data is actually sharing it with the cities. Hey, when you're in the process of building these infrastructure, here's what we learned. Mm, That's cool. That's awesome. Because for good, I mean. But it's just so smart, right? Sure. You know, who would think that the search engine should be in the business of getting fiber to different cities and providing that information? And the reality is, the more you use the internet, since you, you since in general you use it, Google so much, the more you will use Google. Yeah, I'm mean, thinking YouTube. That's just going to go up. Uh, Ubuntu. Have you heard of that? Yes, I have. All right. So that's one. I think it's one of the install sets for one of the Linux distros or multiple uh, Linux uh, distributions, and they're coming out with a touch. Hello, Ubuntu. So I was expecting to see the screen and have like a command prompt that I had to type. I would call. <laughs> you know how Linux is usually not graphical user interface. It's mm -hmm. usually like a command prompt. and <laughs> yeah, So a phone might be like, call. <laughs> Yeah, to equal, yeah, to make somebody dial a number. We should have Javier make an image like that. Well, remember he did that for, I ain't gonna mention the client name, but remember he put the 0110 code inside the logo. Oh, yeah, that was awesome. Odd client. All right. No, odd client. <laughs> so Google open source Android really isn't open source. And I actually didn't get time to get into the details of what they were saying, uh, how it wasn't open source. And all they were saying is, according to the releases of Android to the different carriers, Google locks down a whole Yeah, they lot. do. I mean, that's why you got to go through loops and boundaries to try to crack your phone to do anything with it. Yeah. Yeah, and then when it, I mean, the point is, even when it's cracked, I think it's not totally cracked. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all really cool. That is the potatoes of our podcast. Time to get into the meat. All right, great. So today's meat, um, uh, we want to talk about blogging. So I was at Search Engine Watch. <clears throat> I'm going to give a punch in the face to Ken Lyons. <laughs> um, he posted an article. The title got me. Seven reasons your blog sucks and how to fix it. 
Right, and so um, to our to Cersei, the blogging person. Yeah, there um, you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but he actually has some pretty good points in here, and and I think these points go for more than just blogs, but to your website in general, whether especially the content on your site. And so let, let's dive in. Uh, number one, he says uh, you post sporadically. That's a problem. Um, his, his first line is: It's difficult to build readership and a core audience if you post infrequently or go on long spells without publishing anything. And that is so true. Yeah. If you if your intent is to blog and to uh, to create an audience that that likes what you write about, that has some interest in the products or services that you offer, or interested in your community, then you have to post consistently. Um, it's a reason why we are doing this podcast today is because uh, Chris won't be here Friday, but it's necessary for us to consistently put out a podcast every week. And so we're doing it today. You have to post consistently. Now, what you should do, if you can Just narrow it down. Quick, quick, quick. You, you think uh, 225 podcasts counts as consistent? I, I think so. Okay. Just, I think so. I want to throw that out there. Yeah. <laughs> I think that if you, uh, if you if you really want to get to it, then you can dedicate to a specific time of day, a specific day of the week where you podcast all the time. Like I kind of like what HubSpot does. They do theirs, you know, it's like every Friday, 4 o'clock, and it's out there. Yeah. And, um, and they commit to that. And, and that's what generates a followership people can look for, just like a TV show. It, and so... It, it, yeah, so we can brag about 225. We can also give ourselves a hard time... Kicking the shin for... Kicking the shin for... Sometimes it's at 9. It may be at 12. Today it's at... Wednesday, like a whole full 48 hours early. So, yeah. yeah. So, and we're working on that. But, you know... Um, but, but it, you know... Consistency. Consistency keep. is yeah. the key. Um, and predictability. Definitely. Uh, so, number two, uh, you're an insensitive self-promoter. Now, oh, yeah. um, we could, uh, some people, we've got some complaints about that, yeah. you know. And I think we're actually not, you know. Yeah, we're giving away tons of free information that's great. And so, yeah, that's our way of you paying for it. Yeah. Uh, but he, he goes on to say it's fine to make a big company announcement to talk about new product releases on occasion. Yeah. Um, and that's key. I think what we're talking about here is, well, if you're constantly blogging about how awesome you are, how good you are, why people should use you, why your products are the best, why your service is phenomenal, and all of your posts have that same sort of theme. Theme, yeah. Yeah, then, then that's a problem because I won't read your full I second think that's post. A, that's a deuce. That's a, <laughs> yeah, that's a, that's a, a douche deuce. <laughs> Douche, douche. Duo, douche, douche. I think that symbol's pornographic. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, So, yeah, so don't do that. You don't want to be a douche. A douche. Um, Number three, uh, your writing just stinks. (laughs) And and there are people like that, right? Maybe, maybe... Maybe writing isn't what you should be doing just because yeah. you have tons of ideas and, and you can type really fast. Um, <laughs> maybe you shouldn't be writing your post. What you should do, and we actually told a client this today, or potential client, you know, list out what's on your mind. Yeah. List out the what you want to communicate yeah. and then hand it over to somebody who, who can write it, yeah. who, who knows how to communicate in, you know, first person or third person or whatever voice you want your post to and be stay in. consistent in that person. Yeah. Across the blog. <laughs> not just across the post, but across the blog really. Um and let somebody else write it. Uh but the the you know, to determine your voice and hire someone if you have to. It was my side note. Yeah. Um you want to make sure that at the end of the day the writing, which is what you're publishing, which is what you're posting, is quality. Because if you're posting garbage and it stinks, then 
you're not gonna you're you're wasting your efforts. I really like the concept. Uh, the project management tool that we use is called Work Etc. Mm-hmm. And they actually were talking about their hiring process, and in that process, they were talking about one of the people they are hiring was a a journalist because they want the journalist to go and interview existing customers, create white papers with existing customers, and that's collateral and yeah. content and all of those things. So somebody who has the ability to be investigative mm-hmm. and to put things in a certain voice. And you they know. communicate effectively. You know, that's that's important. Yeah. Yeah, we end up managing that now. Uh, just really, it's Chuck and I usually that are managing the specific voice and, and really the final edits of copy that's going out. So Definitely. Number four, uh, if your blog consists of entirely guest posts, eh, yeah. making a sense for you for doing that because that's no originality. Okay, right? I kind of, I'm kind of, if you were consistent, I'd be kind of impressed you could get that many consistent guest posts, you know? <laughs> well done. Kind of. You should also write your own content. At yeah. the end of the day, uh, and Matt Cutt said it best, you know, guest posts are dead. <laughs> and so... Mm, if you it. can't, if you're not willing to personally vouch for the person who's exactly. posting on your site, emphasis on personally, don't don't do yeah, it. Yeah, you have to, and not just that. The content needs to be really, really good. Like the that that art that has to have some really, really good quality from other posts that they've done in order to bring any type of value to your site that won't be flagged as some lame attempt to get backlinks. So, um, so I always kind of stay away from guest posts. Um, it just doesn't work right now at this day. But you never know that could change. Yep. Um, number five, uh, you never respond to comments. Kind of like uh, what Greg's question was. Uh, you have to respond to comments. Um, if, if people, if you happen to put out a post and it happens to get shared and people happen to read it all the way to the end and they happen to write a comment, you owe it to them yeah. to reply to their comment. Even if your comment back is, thanks for reading, hit me up if you have any questions, that sort of activity, uh, one, get your authorship going. It's yep. showing that you're responsive to other authors who are online. And number two, other people who read that blog understand that, hey, you're a real person and you will communicate back. And that will encourage them to also leave comments. Yep. Absolutely. So so respond to comments. Don't don't be a douche and, and, and like leave people hanging. Especially if they like ask you a question. Yeah. That's a great time to either take their question and hey, spin it off into a whole new blog post or at worst case, or at the very least, respond to it and answer their questions. Yep. Number six, um, all your posts are keyword driven. That would suck. I mean, because that's a clear attempt at just trying to rank for a certain phrase. And so you're creating posts loaded with keywords. Um, at the end of the well, as a matter of fact, he says there's nothing wrong with letting keyword research drive some of your content. Strategy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's, I mean, at the end of the day, we're, we're optimizing. Yep. So you definitely want to have a, a target phrase. The key is to remember who you're writing for. You're not writing yeah. for the search. You're writing for your audience. Yeah. Right. So so write for them. Just keep your, your keyword strategy and your content strategy in mind because um, you're publishing this content for a reason. I think uh, I think I would reword that with it, it's. There's nothing wrong in letting or I think keyword research should drive all of your content strategy. You just need to be careful to make sure that the content reads well. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So you can choose. You can let keyword research dis- define what you're going to write about and what your title is going to be mm-hmm. and then i think that's more it, at the end of the day it's more about spammy i it's think what i was about you don't yeah. want to keyword stuff your content yeah. for the sake of meeting some level of keyword density 
Like, you don't want to do that. Yeah. Make sure you have the keywords in. If you optimize your blog post right, titles, headers, things like that, then it's your content should be yeah. free-flowing and yeah. it should be conversational and, uh, and, 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 uh, and approach your audience the right way. And then and with that sort of user engagement, then the keywords that you did use uh, will rank well. Yep. Let's see. Last one. Uh, number seven. You bombard your visitors with aggressive pop-ups. Um, he goes on to say, if someone visits your blog and it prompts a pop-up once, fine. But if pop-ups appear on the schedule every few minutes, that really sucks. It really, really does. I won't. He, he went on to say, um, um, and it kills the user trust in your site. I won't say that because if you have good content, you just have good content, um, and I trust it. Pop-ups are just an annoying experience. Um, and, and this is a kick in the shin to search engine journal. Like, they do it all the time. Oh, and, man. oh, man, and I can't stand it. Every page I go to, I get the pop-up, hey, subscribe to our newsletter. And I'm like, no, I already subscribed to the newsletter. That's <laughs> even worse, right? So you <laughs> exactly. need to drop a cookie so you know who subscribed Who's to your newsletter. Who's already subscribed. That's not actually that hard. And so, and so I'm a little disappointed in them and that. But I go to it all the time yeah. because the content's great. And so... Yeah, don't don't give people annoying pop-ups because pop-ups suck and they probably always will. Yep. Cool. We do have a client that we put a pop-up on. Well, it was a necessary pop-up yep. though. It was informational. It was part of our For marketing one-time funnel. visitors. Yeah. yeah, and you know, and it was and that pop-up gets a lot of action. So, yep. matter of fact, it increased conversions. Yep. I did a good job. So uh, that's what we were expecting. Uh, do we have any what? Um, so what do you know about, um, clout? I, I don't know too much about clout. What's, I mean, I Me, know I'm, it's online and you can kind look of, up numbers. Kind of like a online profile, um, how much clout you Liter- have. Yeah, right. Clout assessment are. site. Sort yeah. Deal. Yeah. Anyway, they sold for a hundred million dollars. Wow. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> exactly. I can't even think of the company who bought them, but more importantly, I don't understand why. Because yeah. if you it, ask anybody that question, what do you know about clout? They're going to have the same response. Yeah, they're saying. kind of like, okay, so they measure social and actually your clout score is depending on how much you Activity profile you've done on clout. Like, okay, so that's, that's included and I think with and how much Twitter activity you have, how many retweets you get, yeah. how many followers, how many fans and all sorts of other stuff is involved. And at the end of the day, I don't, Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred million. Oh, okay. Well, good. kudos, punch yeah. in the face, the clout for <laughs> good team. Great concept. <laughs> you marketed it well. You got it out there. It's not easy. That's you know, it's not. Uh, if you build it, they will come. So, yeah. you did a good job. All right, this has been podcast number two twenty five. As it says right there, uh, not after the hashtag, under the hashtag SEO podcast. Uh, make sure you follow us, hang out with us, all of that good stuff. We really appreciate you guys. Uh, making us the most popular internet marketing podcast on iTunes. Thank you. Thank you for all the reviews. I got one more left. We'll save that for next week. Thank you for writing reviews. Thank you for sending questions. Thank you for following us on Facebook. Thank you for following us on Twitter. Thank you in general. Until the next podcast, my name is Chris Burris. Charles Lewis. Bye-bye for now.
she's gonna set me free. 